everyone. How are you out there? I uh, just finished making a nice dinner, and uh, it's sunny and warm and happy here in Manitoba, as I'm sure it is across the world. Um, it's morning time in Australia, and I'm on the line with Max, Max Zulik. Is that is that how you say it, Zulik? That's pretty much how you say it, yes. Okay. All right. I'm here with Max Zulik. Um, he's an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator, and he does a lot of work with Talk to the Entities, and I am just really excited to have him on. The The title of the show today is Secrets of Money, Sex, and wait, what's the third one? Bodies. And, and bodies, yes, of money, sex, and bodies. <laughs> so those are three really, really important topics. And it's quite all-encompassing. I don't even know how we'll get through it in 45 minutes. Um, but I'm we'll excited get to, to touch have this on conversation. It, okay. <laughs> um, so welcome, Max. Thanks for being on today. Thank you so much for having me, Julia. Oh, that's great. So, um, so tell me a little bit, just to give people a little bit of, of your background, um, who you are, where you grew up, how you started um, the path of access consciousness. Totally. Um, so, <clears throat> to start at the beginning, I was actually born in Germany, um, which it probably doesn't sound like because I sound very Australian, um, but when I was eight, we moved to Australia. <clears throat> you know, my family uh, immigrated to Australia, and I've been here since, which is the last, uh, I don't know, 25 years or so. Cool. So, I, it was that was a really big turning point for me when we came here. Um, because Germany is a very, you know, particularly particular way culturally, and then Australia is very different. So I found myself always trying to fit in and trying to make myself different and trying to, you know, change myself to fit in in Australia, basically in the sort of Australian mentality and so forth. Right. Um, through, through basically, you know, up to like my early 20s. And <clears throat> that basically didn't work, you know. Um, <laughs> and like I... I did like a fitter and turner apprenticeship, which is like, you know, steel construction work. Um, that wasn't really my scene. So I sort of moved on. I did like, I was an Australian, uh, sorry, national state kickboxing champion at one stage too, because I really got into that side of things. You were a kickboxing champion? Yeah, Queensland state champion at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> I like Who knew? Like, I'm so glad that I asked these questions. I had no idea any of this. Wow. I like to throw that into the mix these days because people would like so not expect it. <laughs> no, no, not at all. And then after that, like I, you know, I studied naturopathy for five years at university. Um, I had stuff going on with my body that I wanted to sort out and I could never really change it. And it was only when I came to uh, discover the tools of access and started using them and actually um, change things with my body that I started applying it to other areas of my life too and recognizing, wow, you know, like what actually is possible and what I can create and what I can change and what I can choose and what I, you know, all these things that I just basically gave up on because I'd never saw it in this reality. No, Nobody else had ever shown me, you know, these things are possible. You just need to choose. <laughs> right. Um, and here's some tools to help you along the way. Um, right. I actually really liked what you said in there. I, I've, you know, you, you hear it when you hear it, but just the way that you said um, when I started using the tools of access, because most people say when I came to access consciousness, which is actually kind of um, takes away from the fact that you actually have to apply them to your life. And, 
and work really, really hard. Like, not not work hard, but, like, when I came to Access, I was, like, I'm treating, like, this like a university education. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to go through and do everything, everything that is possible. So I, that's yep. just really cool. The different attitude than a lot of people sometimes have about the tools. Yeah, and it's it's it is really the application I think, and it's and that's why it comes down to choice essentially, is because like what what do you desire to create? What do you desire to change? What do you desire to have as your life? And you know, is the stuff that's not working in your life, or you know, is the stuff that's shitty in your life, is it actually working? <laughs> and if not, then you know, would you like to create something different? And it's that sort of diligence and determination I think that creates that difference with people. Right. Yeah. You know, different people that have done access, for example, they all have the same tools. Um, how diligent and willing are they to create something different with those tools? Right, so, exactly. Um, I've basically been, I came across access about four and a half years ago now, and I've been very, <clears throat> um, very involved with access, to say the least, you know, like a lot of classes and became a facilitator reasonably early and facilitated classes from then on and... You know, I don't even practice as a naturopath anymore or, you know, it's good information to have, basically, an experience that I have. But I just find that the, using the tools of access is what actually creates the change. And unless we're addressing, you know, these fundamental source points with people and, you know, specifically with people's health in that in that way. Right. Um, so you had a naturopath not really practice? changing anything. Yes. Yeah. And like, you know, using the, her- the herbs are great. Nutrition is great. All all these different things are, are fantastic. But if you're only looking at things from that perspective, it's, you're just using Band-Aids, just like the medical perspective, but you're doing it with, you know, natural remedies. So that's that's why I found like this different perspective is so vital um, to for people to have something different actually to change stuff, whatever area of their life that is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so let's, let's, um, it's a really interesting intro. I knew none of those things, so it's really exciting. Um, and so let's just like dive right into the topic. So, so tell us, Max, what are the secrets to money, sex, and bodies that we all are dying to know? (laughs) Straight to the the heart of it. Yes. (laughs) And I'm sure you really do have some. You sure you don't have like a more specific question that we can sort of ease into this topic a little bit? <laughs> so, um, well, you've worked a lot with bodies. <laughs> so what are some of the secrets um, that you use with bodies? Okay, well, secrets is an interesting term, and, and I do like it as far as like <laughs> um, to get people's curiosity happening. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I mean, it's really not, to, to be brutally honest, I think, um, it's not really secrets. It's just about uh, looking at what is and being brutally honest with ourselves about what actually works. Because we've been told so many frigging lies about, um, about okay, let's start with bodies, just about bodies, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. For example, you know, it's like, okay, ha- the food that you eat, the exercise that you do, the thoughts that you think is what is going to create your health. And I mean, people don't even say create your health. They say, you know, it's going to make you healthy. Whereas right. like create, creating your body and creating your health is like a completely next level of conversation that you don't hear about in, you know, general public 
these days. No. Like it's changed. Like there's a lot more natural stuff, a lot more alternative stuff that's been accepted now. You know, like fitness clubs have like boomed everywhere because people are going, oh, I need to exercise and that's going to change something. Um, you know, like diet programs, cooking shows are fucking everywhere these days. It's incredible because <laughs> mm-hmm. people are, and, and they're talking about healthy cooking, healthy eating and eating vegetables and fruits and what that changes. You know, like they didn't used to talk about this sort of stuff. So that's sort of like the revolution of these things is developing. But we're talking about like the creative edge that people still aren't even talking about yet in the general sense. Right. So that is the creation of your body. And it's not just about food and exercise and um, your thoughts, you know. It's it's about the creation of your life. And your body is, is a part of your life. Right. Um, and this unique organism and, and part of your life that's literally just there to play with you on this journey called your life, whatever that is for you. Right. Um, so we, and we talk we about our bodies as though there's something that's, that's... Oh, go ahead. We don't, ever, we don't really look at it in that playing sense. It's always like this have to or this like force, this judgment, right. this um, you know, something right. you have to deal with. I was just going to say that it, it's almost like our bodies are treated as though there's these sort of far off things that we have no communication with. Like they're like we're, we're running around with our hands over our ears going, la, 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 I can't hear you. And that kind of, it's, it's funny because there's no play in that. Like it's the, it's the total opposite. It's almost an enemy rather than something that you can play with. Exactly. And so I'd say the first secret is that um, our bodies are actually not separate. <laughs> you know, our bodies are like, they're like a, um, a little puppy dog. No matter how much you sort of beat them or abuse them or whatnot, they'll still come back like wagging their tails and wanting to play. <laughs> so the, the first secret is that your your body is not actually a burden. It's like this, this, um, this part of consciousness that's like just there to give you awareness and just to be a contribution to your life. Basically, um, right, right. and to put that in more practical terms as well, it's like whenever you feel pain, whenever you when, whenever you feel anything, whenever you feel anything, yeah, a feeling is a sensation from your body. Whenever you feel anything, it's it's information. What we've tended to do, the lies that we have bought and then perpetrated, continue to perpetrate. Um, you know, as we've sort of grown up and learned things about this reality, is that, okay, this sensation means this, this sensation means this, this sensation means this. So pain means bad. Pain is wrong. Pain is bad. Yeah. So you're taught to move away from pain and to avoid pain and to get away from it and that pain is bad. That basically totally shuts out awareness, you know, because like if you looked at it from a different perspective, um, you have a sensation and it's just a sensation and it's just information that your body's giving to you. What is that information about? Like if you ask a question, then you can actually get more to, okay, what is this? What is this information that my body's giving me? But as soon as we categorize it into pain or we categorize it into uh, like, a, like a lightheadedness, for example, and it, that means it's low blood sugar, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you really can't get to the awareness of what um, your body is actually telling you. Right. So, 
can, do we do we like podpock on this on this radio show? We well? do, we do podpock. We we sort of go on that assumption. That is. Would you be willing to destroy and uncradle that everybody that's listening to the show? <laughs> yeah, I'll say yes on behalf. And the reason I wanted to do that clearing is because, like, like we're starting to touch on something that's pretty like, um, you know, there's a lot of energy there. So yeah. It's good to use that clearing statement just to move some of these things, keep the energy moving, and see what else is possible. That was a really, actually, a very accurate description. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way I could put it right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so um, the, the crux of what I'm getting to is that, um, that we've been told and we've bought so many lies about bodies and about how, we, how our bodies function you know, in this world, in this embodiment, um, that simply aren't true and that have really locked us up. So when we start touching on these areas, like when I started talking about this, then that's where it started getting wobbly and it's like starting to move and undo stuff and probably very likely feel uncomfortable for a lot of people as well because your reality that you've sort of been trained to is very different to what we're talking about now. Right. So it can be challenging. It can be a lot of different things. And what are the infinite possibilities? Right. Yeah, it can it, it can be very uncomfortable when something that you've really really decided is very very real and is all that there is. When you realize, oh, that's not all that there is, and there's this whole yeah. other world. And the the whole other world is, it's like our constant state is for things to always get better and better. But when we've decided that something is the only way, even if something better is possible, it's not always easy to acknowledge that right away. Exactly, and. And we have learned to predominantly function from our mind as well. And our right. mind can only function as a limitation. And your mind attempts to protect you from a different possibility, quote-unquote, um, because your your mind is trying to maintain stability and, your, and, and sameness and security, um, right. which is really just like a concept and like a construct of the mind. So... If you, if, when you're listening to the show, <laughs> um, be aware that your mind is literally just trying to protect or trying, trying to maintain the security, the illusion, the, the sameness. So if you, if you allow your mind to relax and you allow everything to relax, no matter what it feels like, no matter what comes up, and that's why we use things like the clearing statement to make it easier so it doesn't all just dam up. You know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, that will, is going to make it a lot easier for you and you will discover, you, if you continue to ask the questions and use the tools, you will, I guarantee, discover a different reality and discover what's actually true for you. Not just what somebody else is saying or what has been said or what you believe to be true or anything like that. You will actually discover what is true for you. That is a guarantee from me. Right. It's it's pretty incredible that that with these these tools we can actually create like our the reality that we've always known as possible and beyond it and beyond it. it's like the reality that we've always known as possible is like the first step and then there's all this stuff beyond it that our mind can't even fathom so well exactly and like when you say what we've known to be possible that might be on this cognitive level somewhere but there's it's more about an energy of what you've known to be possible. Like you've always gone right. like, okay, this, this can't be it, this can't be it, this can't be it, this can't be it. It's not that you like know cognitively or you have a picture of what's possible. 
but you, you know an energy of what's possible and you know that an, an energy of something else has to be available. You know, this cannot be it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's wonderful information. That's such a, a great perspective, like bringing in all the concepts of how health has changed. And it's kind of like what you were saying almost outlines the difference between passive health and active health. Like, like this food will make me healthy or, you know, the creation of health. Like, what can I do? What steps can I take? What questions can I ask? How can I communicate with my body to have um, active health, like rather than, than passive? Yeah. And I mean, like I said before, you can't really separate these different areas out. It's all about your life. You know, is we can't really separate health out from the rest of our life because so many aspects of our life, you know, like um, all the things that all the awarenesses that we're trying to shut out in our life will impact our body. So health is not just about, like I said, the food and the exercise and so forth. It's not just about these elements that this reality has decided it is about the body. It's like everywhere where you're not willing to be you in your life impacts your body. Everywhere where you're not, you're not acknowledging what is actually true for you in your life impacts your body. So everywhere where you're cutting off your awareness in your life, basically, that impacts your body because you're lying to yourself. And your body is literally just trying to tell you, hey, dude, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. You're believing the lie. You're believing the lie. You're believing the lie. You're believing the lie. You're hurt, hurt, pain, pain. You're believing the lie. And you're like, oh, I should, like, la, 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 I can't hear you. <laughs> so everything that brings up, would you all be willing to destroy and uncreate that? Yes. <laughs> Good and bad, but not the whole nine shots. And the reason we're laughing about it is because it's literally funny. It's really <laughs> I'm, funny. I'm vomiting about this <laughs> because it's like a very fresh realization. Um, but it is, it's funny because it's, such stupidity that we've sort of bought into. I mean, what else are you going to do but laugh? <laughs> yeah, isn't that the truth? I mean, you can cry, but it really doesn't help as much as laughing does. No. Um, it's it's very funny because when I first started um, coming to Access Consciousness classes, I was just a weeping mess. I just cried and cried and thought I was so pathetic. And then just <laughs> recently... Gary said, for the first time I heard him, he said, what if you made, um, like, Dracula, la Dracula laughter, like, ah, 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 more valuable than tears? So every time I want to go into tears, I start laughing like Dracula. And it's actually been working fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the unique tools of access consciousness. <laughs> so many and so many applications. Basically, <laughs> use whatever works. <laughs> exactly. Whatever more lightness and more joy and more ease. Use that. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, okay, so that's a um an amazing wealth of knowledge about bodies. Um and 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 I'm almost like taking these subjects out as though they're all different. When really sure. a lot yeah. of it is just about receiving. Um but maybe we could talk about money next and I know that you I don't know, there's like an energy about you Max with money. Um, I was following you on Facebook about your um, money clip that you had engraved. And I, I just, yeah. I think that you do have, not secrets, but you have tips and tools to tell us about, about the way that you do money differently and the things that you've learned along the way. Yeah, cool. Um, and I think you 
what's the word not interluded but like um, introduced this topic of money like beautifully when you spoke about receiving because um, right. literally and this is what Gary Douglas founder of Access Consciousness says like constantly you don't have a money problem you have a receiving problem and it's taken me quite a while myself to actually get that because I always thought oh fuck I have this money problem I, I need more money I need more money I need more money I need more money I need 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 like oh, basically tell me about it. Lack, you know functioning from lack and that I don't have and that I can't have and all this sort of stuff so that's basically what I was creating and then I sort of like I got to certain points where like I was just doing my head in about money and lack and so forth that like these certain choice points where I went okay I need to look at this differently I need to have something different here so I looked at the receiving side of things yeah and it wasn't it wasn't directly with money it was like I said before like we can't like you know isolate these things in our lives like I I looked at my whole life and went okay where am I not receiving what am I, what else can I receive here that you know I've been like completely ignoring and avoiding and shutting out of my life and I started recognizing all these different things in my life where I hadn't been receiving whether it was from my my kids you know like when they're just these little bubbles of joy not all the time but you know <laughs> sometimes <laughs> um you know, like, was I totally willing to receive that and, like, actually totally receive that degree of joy and happiness? And I recognized that a lot of the time it was no. Like, I was trying to control into some seriousness because, you know, and being, being a father, and you know, I have to be serious because that's what fathers do and da 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 So where I was cutting off my receiving there. Mm-hmm. And then in regards to nature and in regards to animals, um, this is probably going to sound a little bit weird, bit weird but what the hell? <laughs> was, what the hell? These are just like practical examples from my own life, you know. Like, I would notice like I'd have an ant crawling on my arm, right? And normally I just like brush it off and, you know, it needs to, needs to get off me. And then I'd go, okay, rather than do the automatic reaction of like brushing the ant off, I'd like just let it walk along and, you know, it would tickle and I would like feel it and... And then it would like walk up my arm, walk up my arm, and then a little bit up my, up my sleeve. And but I just like basically let go of control and just go, okay, receive, receive, receive. And like piece by piece, like I just recognized I had these incredible experiences, like just with an ant walking on my arm, the degree of receiving that was actually possible there. You know, since wow. it had nothing directly to do with money. But these different elements in my life where I was then willing to actually receive, that changed everything. And <laughs> That's um, an amazing, amazing concept about what receiving is. Like that's probably the coolest receiving story I've ever heard in my life. It just makes so much sense. And I really invite you guys to take it beyond the concept as well and you know, like ask the question of yourself because I mean, it, it could have nothing to do with ants, you personally. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, you know, ask the question: What can I receive today that I've been completely unwilling to receive or see or have in my life? And just see what shows up. It's the weirdest fucking things, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but it can change everything. And what I recognise from that is that my money flows started to change. And I know money flows sounds like a bit you know, metaphysical, hippie, esoteric, which usually has not much substance <laughs> from my 
uh, experience. Um, wow, that is and, wonderful energy about the whole thing. Yeah, and it's really like every time I've like focused in on money, it hasn't really changed anything. When I have been willing to receive more in my life and actually and go beyond what I've been willing to receive in the past in the weirdest ways, that's when more money has come into my life. And in the easiest ways, like money has come into my life in the easiest ways. It's incredible. Right. Um, um, something else I want to share about money too is you need to get a sense, and you probably um, would know this really well as, uh, too, Julia, is you need to discover what your financial reality actually is. You know, because we are, we grow up, we are incredibly aware. We are awareness of awareness of awareness like machines, so mm-hmm. to speak. So when you grow up, you basically like are a sponge for other people's points of views, judgments, ideas, uh, all of that, you know, their beliefs. So you, you tend to think that that's all yours and yours and yours. So you take on all of these different ideas and beliefs from everybody else around you, particularly, you know, the closest people like your parents. And you start thinking that these are your beliefs and ideas and points of views. Um, and if you want to have something different with money or any aspect of your life, you need to start questioning your points of views and ideas and beliefs that you hold so true to be yours now. Because are they actually, or did you just buy them from everybody else? Right. So that's the sort of financial reality that you're running off at the moment. But then what is actually your financial reality? If you didn't have everybody else's beliefs and points of views and judgments about money and points of views about not receiving, you know, or like, I mean, just the energies of like not receiving because you can't, because you're not allowed to, because you don't deserve it or because you're not good enough or because whatever the insane reasons are. Um, if all of that was aside, like what would your financial reality actually be? Like, would you actually have like a sense of joy with, would, with money? Would money be easy for you? Um, one of the things that I, found for me like crystal clear at some stage when I was asking and I asked this question a lot and I still do I discovered that money for me is like I desire to have lots of it really easily and since I discovered that that's actually been showing up you know it's not like it's been flooding in in millions necessarily but you know I've done like one hour classes um, that I basically got paid uh, over a thousand dollars for for a one hour class. Wow! You know? So and that was with total ease, with total ease. Um, and that's something I never expected would happen. And like the class was fun, the class was easy. Like people, like the feedback that I got from it, like people were were like, "Wow, that was amazing!" Like this completely shifted my reality. But for me, like I didn't have to work hard. <clears throat> and this is something I've had to learn about facilitating as well. It's, I don't have to work like really hard to create the change. Or to inspire people to a different possibility. Like the easier I actually make it and the more fun it actually is for me, like the more change people are actually able to receive. So, you know, that's been a complete a game changer for me as well. You know, like the more I be me, the more fun and ease and joy that I have, the more actually like firstly I get paid and the more people actually change and receive and have and uh, yeah, it's yeah. incredible. So wow. completely contrary to all the points of views that I bought growing up, which is like you know hard work and 
everything has to be logical and linear and you know feel significant and be this and be that yeah etc even when you're in front of a group there's almost this idea for me it comes up like self-sacrificing like as though the harder you work the more you're going to give the people and it's totally yeah, the opposite exactly. and that that totally negates receiving so absolutely it's Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. And everything that brings up for everybody, can we destroy and create that now? Yeah, absolutely. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. Because it's such a prevalent point of view in this reality that you need to you need to sell yourself. You need to give yourself up. You know, you need to chop off limbs. You need to, like Julia said, sacrifice yourself. You need to sell your soul um, to be paid. Wow, I've actually never really considered it this way. It just makes so much sense about why it's so difficult um, to create it, anything it, <laughs> worth yes, having. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> anything at all. I was trying to be politically correct, but that's exactly what I wanted to say. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anything that's going to create a different possibility and that's going to be easy, that's going to be joyful, that's going to um create possibilities and having you know wow it's just so backwards it's so yeah. completely backwards of everything that we've taught been taught or bought yeah yeah wow how does it get better <laughs> that's amazing okay so let's talk about I, I just, <laughs> pardon me let's talk about let's talk about the third part of the the topic <laughs> the the sex part? Sex part. That's what I was just gonna start asking you about, so I'm glad you brought it up. Go to town. Tell me everything you know, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> this is another can of worms and like where we've bought so many lies. So everything sex brings up, will you destroy and create that everybody? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good, bad, 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 and shorts, boys and beyond. Um, because there are so many lies in this in this subject as well. Let's start a little bit by you might have in one of your radio shows, you know, talked to people about this uh, beforehand. Um, the 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 difference between sexuality and sexualness, and this is some terms that we use in access consciousness to sort of clarify and delineate between like what's actually true and what's actually a lie around sex and bodies. So sexuality is is like the human version of sex and copulation and that, which basically includes force and judgment and violence. Yeah? So if you right. I'm sure everyone that's listening has like seen pornography somewhere along the line <laughs> to whatever degree. <laughs> So if you think of porn and what you've seen, that basically exemplifies what sexuality is about. It's about sexual excitation through judgment. So people get turned on through their judgments. You know, this is what a this is what a body should look like, and this is the position that you you copulate in. You know, stick it in, and this is what um, you know tanned, buff, skinny, uh, this sort of sound, this sort of movement. You know, this sort of non-receiving. <laughs> All oh, these. really? It is. It's just exactly. different ways to slam yourself and not make sure you don't receive in different ways. Yeah, how many, yeah exactly. All the correct ways of slamming each other's bodies together. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's supposed to create sexual excitation. So that's, 
you know, judgment through exaltation. Uh, sorry, sexual exaltation through judgment. <laughs> um, and then the force and the violence that, that is all instituted with. So that's sexuality. That's this rea reality's version of what sex is about. Now, the humanoid version of that is sexualness, which actually has nothing to do with copulation. Sexualness is the energies of like healing, nurturing, expansive, caring um, energies that do not necessitate copulation. Like you can have the energies of sexualness with anybody and anything. Yeah. And true communion has like is filled with the energy of sexualness as well. And let right. me give you an example. Like, just imagine or remember like a time when you've been walking in like a forest or something. There's like no, no one around whatsoever for miles. Like just mm -hmm. a, like a really untouched piece of land or forest or beach or something like that. Mm -hmm. And just perceive the energy of that. That is the energy of sexualness. It's like the trees do not have a single judgment or point of view about what you look like, who you are what they look like and what they are. They're just willing to sort of gift and be the gift that they are and they're willing to receive totally. Hmm. And in that is total caring and healing, nurturing and that expansiveness that is being and receiving. So um, everything this brings up, let's destroy it and create it. Yes, yes. Right, the bad pod park, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So this... The energy of sexualness you can have with with a child you know, and children actually are really great example like really young children are really good examples of that sexualness as well my daughter for example she's five now five and a half um but i specifically remember when she was like around two and three and even you know to the ages of four the way that she used to move her body and you know she just run around the house naked and like she just had so, such pleasure in her body, just moving it and being and like, you know, she had no judgment of her body or being naked or anything or actually being in total pleasure, you know, just by being in her body. Right, right. And the way that she used to just be was like this total sexualness. And it has like, once again, it has nothing to do with copulation. Copulation is like putting the body parts together, Right. But right. sexualness you can have at any time with anyone and anything. You know, it's funny because something that you said in there really, really like caught my attention that she didn't feel bad about having pleasure in her body, which is yeah, like so in, like encompasses encompasses exactly what it is. Like we do talk about you know not feeling good or you know not feeling good about the way our bodies look or things, but actually. Feeling bad about the pleasure that we feel is that's a really uh, interesting point. And and pleasure is really about the receiving as well. It's like the the capacity, the willingness, and the capacity to receive is what actually like really cr uh, generates pleasure in your body as well. So it's I think the, the more judgeable offense than pleasure is actually receiving and joy <clears throat> um, in this reality. You know, yeah. so they're like really judgeable. And if you're doing that, then, you know, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing that? Because you might actually, and that's where children have been so entrained out of that 
out of receiving and out of like just experiencing pleasure is because I think most of the time is like the adults will feel turned on by that because that pure energy of sexualness is actually a turn on to the body and the automatic response which is mostly not even cognitive for, for the adults is that um, that it's wrong to be turned on by a child you know and that and that automatically necessitates copulation and sex and all these other things um, when right. it actually does it's like your body actually just feels turned on. It's like because there's another being that's their body turned on. So that's just like a natural thing. It right, has nothing right. to do with population. But the weird twisted things, you know, that we've learned and, you know, for whatever reasons, I guess we can hypothesize about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, with religion, etc. <laughs> um, these other fucked up things that, you know, were introduced to control people. Um, uh and everything that is just run out it right wrong that's yes. good that's one <laughs> <laughs> um, you know just these automatic programs that you know people have been taught and bought into and so forth that literally shut off receiving and enjoying your fucking life and allowing other people to join enjoy their life because as soon as like the adults will see that degree of sexualness and joy and pleasure in like a young child, they go, stop that. Or, you know, or like clamp down on that energy somehow. And kids learn that that's not okay. It's not okay to be that and to have that and to receive that. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. What else is possible? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And day by day we learn not to receive and not to receive and to make sure we have a money problem and a sex problem. <laughs> exactly. And then it turns into <laughs> and every other kind of problem that's possible. It's a health problem that turns into like all these Sex problems, relationship problems, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, what if, what if, for all the people that are listening, like, what if you were truly willing to receive, and it looked nothing like you decided it would, and everything that brings up destroy and uncreate that times a gazillion. Yeah. Right and wrong, good and, and bad, pun, pun, mind, shorts, boys, and beyond. You know, the reason that I just love that ant story so much is because, for me, it totally takes me right out into left field of all of the things I've decided that receiving is. And that's like, whoa, that's that? Like that could be receiving? So mm. it's just, it's really amazing how, I mean, it's completely infinite what receiving is. And I have these certain concepts and categories in my brain about what it is and what it will look like. And once I'm receiving, you know, I'll have this much money and I'll be popping bottles of champagne. And it's like, well, what, if, it, what if like it's that? <laughs> What's that? And everyone will like you. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a fantasy. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just really neat to hear, like, it can be the energy of receiving little ants' legs on your arm is just it's, so magical. I, I am incredibly surprised myself is, like, just by, <clears throat> and I can't, you know, I can't explain it to you or anything like that. I can just sort of tell you, like, what <laughs> what's going on for me there what I'm noticing is like when I've had ants crawl on me like that, like that it's just like this super, it's like they are contributing in a degree that I haven't been willing or able to receive from other places or people or so forth. It's like this, like literally no point of view, no anything, but like the contribution was or is so tangible for me that it's, I can't get my head around it and I don't really try anymore. It's just sort of like, wow, wow, wow. What else can I receive? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Huh. I'm looking at the birds out the window differently. I actually remember too, like when my son, who's now eight, um, he must have been about three or four or something like that. And we were just walking, yeah, it would have been about three. We were just walking in the bush along this bush track. And he was so cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> like in Australia, we have these little bugs. They're probably only like uh, one or two centimeters long, you know, these round things. And when they jump on you, they tend to just like hang around, like you'll brush them off, but then they'll come straight back on. You brush them off and they come, they sort of like, they sort of stick on you in a way. Okay, yeah. And, and there was one of these and he was crawling <laughs> up my arm and I was sort of like, oh, okay, cool. So I just let him crawl around and crawl around. I was just aware of him. And then probably about 15, 20 minutes later, he goes, oh, dad, you've got a bug on you then. I went, yeah, yeah, he's been there for a little while. I just sort of let him crawl around. And like the fascination and like the the wow in his universe about me just like bug on me and how he's just hanging around us and he was just like being there and like like that was the first time I actually noticed like um in his face because he's got this real connection with animals and so forth and just you know just loves it and but he was just like wow you can do that you can like that there's just this energy of contribution and receiving and all this sort of thing it was incredible it's really incredible wow I don't even have words. I don't even have a response for that. That's just magical. It's it's beyond words. It's just the yeah. energy of it is unbelievable. Yeah. And to show your kids that, that's, wow, cool. Mm. Oh, man, I wish we had more time. This is just so, such an awesome conversation. I'm so glad that, really that cool. um, yeah. I had the chance to have you on today. It was amazing. Um, yeah. Is there any um, kind of final tips that you want to leave people with? Um, Ooh, I think the, the main tool that I, you know, in my classes and stuff when I'm talking to people and that I apply in my life as well is really just asking questions. Um, the more you ask questions and the more you be the question as well, which is like a result of asking the questions. Um, well, the, the things that show up in your life that you'd never sort of expected and what you're then capable of receiving and is incredible and to really ask for what it is that you desire in your life which is continually changing you know it's like you don't have to conclude or decide and you know cognitively decide now what it is that you desire to have in your life it's this like ever-changing and expanding thing of like the more you ask for the more you realize and recognize what it is you actually truly desire and Ask you ask and you shall receive basically. So yeah. the more you ask, the more you're willing to ask and seek what it is that you desire. Um, that will show up, and you don't need to know how or why or have any reason or justification for it. You just need to choose and ask basically. And I'm I'm saying this to you know at the same time like realizing it more and more myself. <laughs> yeah, know? it's an it's an ongoing process. We're never. Yeah. We're never yeah. complete. We're always learning and growing. And you continue and... to get it at like this other level that you yeah. beforehand. You know, like the more you ask questions, the more you recognize what that actually creates and what you're capable of and what um, what is actually possible. It's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Oh, um, also, do you have any classes or events coming up that you wanted to let people know about? 
Good question. I've got a few in the pipeline, but they're not all happening at the moment. And I'm like redoing my website. Well, actually creating a new website, two websites actually. Oh, fun. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot of stuff in the work at the moment. So um, nothing I can point you to right now, to be honest. Okay. Well, but I'm around. Everybody will keep their lookout. <laughs> exactly. If you look at Access Consciousness Facebook pages, if you look at um, – if you just put in Max Zulek, Z-O-U-L-E-K, into Facebook or, you know, in, around the access sites, all that sort of stuff, you'll see me. And and like you said, I do a lot of stuff for Talk to the Entities too with Shannon and so forth. So, um, you know, you'll find a lot about that as well because the Talk to the Entities classes are incredible. Um, doing some stuff with Liam Phillips, other access consciousness facilitators are not doctors, so that's more body orientated. Um yeah, if people, yeah. If people want to, they'll find me definitely on Facebook and Access Consciousness site. Yeah, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. That that show really blew me mm -hmm. away. I'm like looking at everything around me differently. Wow. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you for inviting me too. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's great to have you. Um, and thank you, everybody else um, out there listening and uh, for joining in. It was amazing. And uh, we will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much, Max. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Ciao.